0: Um, how many of you guys are in recovery? I mean, I look around, I see us. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, so uh, some of you guys know um, I'm a counselor. I'm a drug and alcohol counselor, and I work at PCN. We're um, closing down. So I saw my last um, client last week, and it was it, it was an emotional uh, situation. But um, so uh, Matthew eleven twenty
1: eight.
0: 28. Um,
2: So yeah, so um
0: so what I do, uh uh you know, for those that don't know, I'm people you know that are at that place uh in their lives. Um you know, they come in with a lot of distress, a lot of um baggage, a lot of struggle, and they're just at that place of brokenness. Um, and when they sit down in my office, they're they're just so empty, you know, and just um so without answers, you know, and they sit down and they're just like um, in a place of uh, surrender, and so I want to talk about surrender, um, but it's going to take us a while to get there. And um, and so, uh, this you want to read that scripture there?
1: Yeah.
3: I'm going to go up here just for Zoom sake. Okay. You guys can hopefully hear me, but I want them to be able to hear me. So Matthew 11:28 says, "Come to me, all." Who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You have rest of it, 29, uh, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, says Jesus.
0: All right. So, um, so there's three principles uh, fundamental um, to recovery. And these are um, admission, 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 admittance. Sorry. Wow. Um, yeah. So um, you know that's just admitting that we have a problem, or admitting that you know things aren't what they should be, or that something's wrong, right? Um, and uh, the second one is realization. We come through some sort of revelation, some sort of an idea, truth. Um, you know, and so, uh, so there's this truth that we must come to. When and and it's something right. as I say, we can leave the you worst know, water, but we can't make it drink. Right? Right. It's something that we all have to this realization. And um, third is absolute surrender, and that's just that practice of letting go. Right? So I believe that these are biblical principles. All all three of those things, and and for those that um, that are in recovery. We'll recognize that those are the first three steps. Okay.
1: Yes.
0: And so um, there's things that I can't always say, you know, um, in a professional uh, atmosphere. Um, but I've had these things stirring in me for quite a while now. So I was sharing it with Lisa and Lisa was just like, I think you need to bring that to the to the church family, you know. I think that this is some something that needs to be So um I want to talk about the 12 steps, um, and I want to talk about it from a biblical perspective um, and its original Christian worldview, because before there was a big book, there was the Bible, yes. right, and there was the Oxford group, and uh, there was Jesus, right, and so many of these teachings and so many of these um, these principles come straight from the, the mind and teaching of Jesus,
1: yeah. right,
0: and so... Um, i want to I want permission
2: to speak from personal conviction. Um, and
0: uh, I want permission to speak with absolute truth, you know um, because i I recognize and I respect um, the twelve steps and the um, the freedom that we have not to have everything figured out. Um, but I do believe that I've discovered some truths, and I believe that it's what we it's it's what we teach here and it's what we speak here, and it's the reason why we find our transformations in Christ because it's it's true, and it's real and it's right. Um, but I also want permission to speak uh, with personal observation or personal opinion. Some of this stuff is my opinion, and it's just what I see, and it's where I'm at right now, right? Um, And assumptions. There's some things that I assume, and I may be wrong, and it may not be the situation that you're in at the moment. Um, But there are some assumptions um, that I'd like to make. And uh, Number one assumption is we must all come to a realization that uh, this thing we call life, in all its beauty and splendor and excellence and all the things that we experience at times where we can just like sit there in the magnificence of God and the blessings of God. Those things are meant to be uh shared, right? And given away. Um as I say, you know, about recovery, right? How how we keep this, how is we, we give it away, right? That's how we keep it. We give it away. Um, But life uh, also with all its struggles and all its frustrations and um, discouragement and uh, disdain and dismay and all the other dis words we can give it, right, just the struggle, Um, that's also meant to be shared, right? And that doesn't mean that we go and we put this stuff on people, right? And and a lot of times that's what we do. We get frustrated, and what do we do? We take it out on other people. It's just it's it's what we do, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how we need each other, right? Um, and honestly, it's hard for me to admit that. I'll just say that right now. Like it, it's hard for me to admit that because um, we like to hold on to our stuff, you know. And the reason we like our stuff is because we don't want to admit that we have stuff, you know, those struggles. Um, We need to come to the realization that um, we can't do it on our own, yes. right? And uh, we weren't meant to do it on our own. Amen.
1: Um,
0: we need others. We need support. We need encouragement. Um, sometimes we need guidance from others, yes. right? Um, but not just that. We all need God. And that that's what I'd like to say just like definitively and, and boldly. We all need God. And that's that's something I can't say. You know, when I sit down with my clients, I, I, I can't say that, but I can say that here. Yes. We all need God. We need God's encouragement. We get that from the word of God, right?
1: Yes.
0: From the scriptures. And we need God's guidance. Um, something number two, uh, we all must come to a realization that um, life is unmanageable. Right.
1: Yes. Alone,
0: yes. Life is unmanageable when we try to do it on our own. Right. right. And we try to carry those burdens alone. Life is unmanageable. Um, Maybe it's not of any fault of our own. You know, maybe we've tried uh, to do the right thing. We feel like we've done nothing but done the right thing. And yet we've been um, uh, I'm trying to come up with a good church word for that. Because I want to say we feel shitted on it. <laughs> I'm just saying That's how we feel, right? We feel like we've been just screwed by life. Yet we try to do the right thing. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> well, I just look out there
1: and I see children. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, then I gotta find my spot. Um, if you for it. yeah, what what word means that uh, right? though? Sclerulous, uh, right? Yeah, all right. um, Scubulus. I mean, shit. Anyway. uh, <clears throat> All right, now I got it. I really gotta find the spot. I'm gonna, uh, all right. Um has come to realization that life is
0: unmanageable on our own right and it may not be something we've 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 uh you know that we've done to ourselves It may have been something that's been done to us where life has just been rough for us and we can't really put our finger on it and we and we can live in this place where it's like we start to get really frustrated because we're just like all i've done is what's right and yet Look at the life that I'm given, and we and we can really get like frustrating and down on ourselves in that place. But I think more times than not, and maybe this is the point where I start preaching to myself, and you guys just listen to me talk to myself because I think a lot of times it's really how we've messed things up, right? And we've uh, we've messed it up, and we've tried to fix things, and we've messed up again, um, you know, and um, and as much as we try, you know as much as we try, we end up failing. We end up in that place where we said we never would go back to, you know um, recovery, we can call a relapse. And I think we can call it relapse for anybody in this room, right when we when we find ourselves in those places we said we' never go back to those, those um, situations that we've tried so hard to pull ourselves out of, and we find ourselves back in that place.
2: Um So we struggle, and we mess up.
0: And we get things right, and we try to fix things, and we do fix things. we 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 make we may be fixing some things. we may feel really good about ourselves, but then we find ourselves in that place again of struggle And um we have to come to a realization. That life is unmanageable. Maybe this is a situation or circumstance you find yourself in. Maybe, maybe it's because you're a parent, and there's things that you wish you could control. You, you know, you just can't control the situation. You were meant to control the situation. Um. And so, uh, I think, but it's but it's more than managed unmanageability. That life's become unmanageable. Um, it's that we come to a realization that we're powerless.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And so, for those in recovery, understand that that's, that's the first step. Right. The life's become unmanageable, that we're powerless over, fill in the blank, alcohol, right? That's what it says. Um, but I think it can be anything, anything that we feel powerless over. Um, so, that's the encouraging message that I have, you know, you're powerless, I'm powerless, we're all powerless, right,
2: um,
0: so, and, and, yes, powerless in everything, and maybe we felt that, we, we found that source of power, right, I'm glad you said that, because maybe we found that source of power, and I believe in so, so much of my life, I found that source of power, you know, and I know where my health comes from, but I think if we're honest, there's places in our lives that we uh, we're just powerless, you know. Um, so how does it feel when we're powerless? Well,
1: you're
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Scary. Okay. Hopeless. Hopeless. Okay. Devastating. Devastating? Okay. Yeah. Paralyzing. Paralyzing. Victimized. Victimized. Okay.
0: Um, lost?
1: lost? Yeah. Okay. Low. Yeah. We alone.
2: alone. Okay. Um, so, what is powerlessness? What's up?
0: Not having control. Okay. Right. Um, I would say powerlessness just means that we lack power. Okay. Yeah. And maybe it is the power thing. You know, we live in a culture that is uh, success is um, is rated by power, some sort of power, whether it's um, you know superiority or whatever that is. And maybe it is power. Maybe we struggle with power because we uh, we want that power. We want we want, we want right? And um, and so you know maybe we're talking about control, maybe it's just the things that are just out of our control, right? We want to hold on to them, we want to be able to control it because we want to be in control, right? But we can't. Um, but maybe we're talking about strength, right? So maybe we can replace power, This this with strength. You know, we just don't have the strength. Um, Who's felt that way? Who's felt like they just don't have the strength to do whatever it is that they that they yeah. feel they they're supposed to
2: do? So uh,
0: powerless just means powerlessness just means uh, we lack power, we lack strength, maybe courage, maybe hope, um, just the power to overcome whatever it is that's in our way. Um, so can somebody read, uh, again, Lisa, you want to read that, um, that Matthew, um, 1128. Yeah,
1: 1128
2: up to 30.
1: And this is what
3: Jesus says. He says, "Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light."
0: All right. So it says, "Come to me all, I tell everybody. Come to me all all who are labor, are, are labor and are heavy laden, who have burdens, struggles, disappointments, frustrations, Jesus is saying, "Come to me, all right, and I will give you rest." We could say peace, all right? We could say serenity. Um, this says, "Take my yoke upon, uh, take, take my yoke upon you." And so, yoke is a is a thing um, in Jesus' day. Right. We see them in like pictures um, where, you know, like two yaks or donkeys or maybe horses. I don't know. Um, it it yokes them together so that the burden isn't on one or the other, right? So they're uh, together. But also in Jesus's day, a yoke, um, the yoke of the rabbi, was like his teaching, but also not just teaching as we understand it in like like we work um knowledge idea that teaching is something that we can know and and we're, now we're like some place of um of knowing right um but it's actually like a teaching that we work out we walk out like we could say way of life
1: right
0: so take my yoke is
2: like take my way
0: my way of life. Look at the way I would uh struggles and frustrations and, and all these things we're talking about. You know, um, look at the way I reach out to those that are struggling. And uh, take that yoke upon, upon yourself. Um, and learn from me. Right. So there's the teaching. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly at heart. Say humble. Some translations say humble. Um, in heart and you will find rest for your soul for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so now um you know going back to the yoke uh you know he wants to carry our burdens with us god wants to like come alongside us and wants to carry those burdens with us he wants us to be able to surrender those things to him yeah. um now i don't think he's saying like uh you know Come to Jesus and everything's gonna be good. And absolutely everything's just gonna be, you know, and then you test it, and then you're like, yeah, that's not happening. And, and I've heard this t- taught. I grew up with this, this message of, of prosperity taught that you come to Jesus and everything's gonna be, you know, just just great. Everything's gonna to come together for you. And when it doesn't, we struggle and we doubt. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Jesus already said in this passage, he said, Come to me you that labor and are weary, right? And so he's acknowledging the struggles and the suffering of the world, right? But, um, but I think he's saying like, come to me with these things and I'll help you through them. Like, we'll get through this. We'll do this together.
2: Okay, so... Um, so now we can talk about surrender. Um,
0: and this is where surrender comes into play. Um, simple surrender. But is, is surrender simple? What do you guys think? Is surrender simple?
1: Okay.
0: It's not easy, right?
1: I get in trouble a lot with the Lord because I'll give him something, and then I'll take it right back. And, you know, and he'll be like, you just gave that to me. Like, why are you still
0: yeah. Um Yeah, I would say surrender is probably the hardest thing we'll ever have to do,
3: right?
0: Um, I do think it's simple, meaning all we got to do is let go, which is so hard, so easy to say, but so hard to do. Um, It's the most simple thing we can do,
2: but the hardest thing we can do is to let go. Um, but I believe that that's what
0: God wants us to do, is to simply surrender. Um, surrender is not easy because um, I think we like to hold on to the control. We like to feel like we're in control. And I know we are talking about this a little bit earlier, but um, but I think also we don't like to admit defeat, you know, and maybe that's our problem. Maybe we see surrender as defeat, right? Um, And I think that's where things are different with God. So we have this this image. I have this image in my head of surrender that we're running and we're gunning and we're fighting and we're struggling and we're running and we're hiding in the shadows, you know, we're hiding everything. And we're jumping over fences, and I mean, if we want to put this into a picture, you know, imagine a movie where where maybe you've been there, jumping over fences, and you're you're hiding, and you're you you know you're trying to do everything you can to hold on to uh to your secrets, your convictions. You know, you feel convicted, you feel shame, you feel guilt, you know. Um, And then you find yourself with back against the wall. You find yourself in that situation where you can't find a way out, you can't hide, you can't. Run away, right? Can you put your hands up in the air and you say, I surrender? Do with me what you will. And then we're like, you know, punish me. Give me what I deserve because I can't, I can't do, I can't run no longer, right? And we have this idea about surrender. But um, I think defeat is what God is trying to uh, get us to surrender. I don't think that surrender, when it comes to God, is this. You know, like I'm defeated, punish me, you know, hands behind the back, locked up, you know what I mean? Like just like, yeah, I can't go anywhere, you know, and we're in this place where there is no freedom, you know. I think surrender when it comes to God is absolute freedom.
1: Yes.
0: Um,
2: so when we recognize who God is,
0: um that God actually desires us, that God actually wants us to come to him how we are. Um, We recognize who God is, that God is a power greater than ourselves, going back to these 12 steps, right? God is a power greater than ourselves, yes, but God wants to impart that power into us. He wants to impart grace. When I say grace, um, you know, I am I am talking about you know what we talk about when we're in church, where grace is the unmerited favor of God. But I think the grace is much, much bigger. I think the grace can be recognized as um, the ability to do what we can't do on our own, right? The supernatural power of God to overcome whatever. It is. Um,
2: and so. When
0: we uh, realize that God wants to empower us to overcome, and he wants to heal us, and he wants to make us whole, um, we can embrace conviction, right? So we can surrender, because we know that God's not out to punish us or out to make us feel the shame that we already feel. But God's trying to alleviate that from us. He's trying to take that from us, and so we can surrender and um and we can embrace conviction because uh conviction just means that God sees our potential. Yes, right. He sees the potential, he, he knows who he created us to be. And when we surrender, he can he can transform us. Yeah. Right? Um
2: And when we can
0: embrace God's conviction, we don't need a preacher to tell us what's wrong with us. Right. We don't need to have those voices in our head. You know, that maybe we heard from our fathers or, um, or somebody in our lives that have just beat us down and told us how, uh, how much of a wretch we are and how we will never amount to anything. And we just, uh, we're meant to struggle, and that's just who we are. And because I'm a counselor, I want to start talking about like growth mindset versus you know <laughs> fixed mindsets and everything. but anyway, um, um, but we recognize that God wants to bring us into wholeness. And it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance, right. And then uh, we can say, like David, create a new heart. Oh, God, renew the right spirit within me. Right? We can we can embrace that conviction and we can say, God, change me, mold me, make me, right? Um, or like the Psalm uh, 23, right? We can say, you know, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear and real evil. You know, uh, why? Because God is with me, right? Um, or we can say, like Paul, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not uh, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. That's Galatians uh, 2.20 or uh, 2 Corinthians 12. When I am weak, then I am strong. So Paul comes to this this realization that is uh, laid out in that first step. Paul comes to a place where he's like, life is unmanageable. I'm powerless, or I lack strength, right? And he comes to this realization that when I'm strong, when I'm weak, I'm strong, yes.
1: right? Yeah.
0: Um, and his revelation is found. Um, in chapter nine of this, uh, of the second Corinthians it says, um, is it, uh, I don't have it on here. Um, your grace is sufficient for me because, and I'm paraphrasing now because I didn't, I didn't type it out, but, um, because it's, uh, it's in weakness that your strength is made perfect. Notice says, something like that. All right. Um, so it's in our weakness, right, that our strength um, is perfected. And um, so, in that place of powerlessness, in that place of unmanageability, when we can surrender and we uh, can embrace that conviction, we can come to the place where we realize that this is this is to say you're powerless, right? To say I'm powerless is a really empowering thing. When we understand it like that, does that make sense?
2: Um, All right. And then we can come
0: uh, to realize, recognize, um, and believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity, right? Okay, we're into step two. Um, And we can. Cry out to God. And we make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him, right? So there's our surrender, and that's step three, right? Um,
2: and how do we understand him? But some people struggle with that.
0: You know, that, that piece of uh, step three where it says... Uh, as we understand him, but how do we understand him? How do we understand God?
2: Do to to him?
0: What do we understand about God? Maybe I should rephrase that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, always there. He comes looking for it. Okay, yeah, so
1: let
0: it anchor and All right, um, that reckless love. So if we can make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God how do we recognize it how do like how do we like what are we coming to understand about God if we know, if we come to that realization or that revelation like I was saying in the beginning you know with those three plus three fundamental principles um, if we are like I can turn my will and I can turn my life over to the care of God right and we realize that he's a merciful God. Yeah. Right? And we realize that he's a trustworthy God. We realize that this is a God that I can count on This is a God that I can surrender to um, um, And that God is, uh, you yeah.
2: know. You know, I have a hard time with it because I feel like I have to know
1: that verse. Like, you know, that thing that where you fall out. The cashew or whatever. I have a really hard time with that. And and I still even with God, product it's like something that I have to prove myself over and over again, possibly because I've never had that kind of love. You know, part of it. And then the other part is just gonna be there I'm not I'm not willing to let go until I get that feeling of I know it. You know, and I and I do get that. They're not saying I'm going. i are just saying and then it might be, you know, Three days later, it's gone. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: so I, yeah, I, I have to really I
0: what. yeah, I don't think you're alone. I mean, I think we all we all struggle with that. I know I know I know I struggle with that. It's easy to say, you know. Good. Um I it, mean nothing. I something say you do, but it's it's something that I think that I
1: feel like I'm um, there's something
0: wrong with. I, I don't think but, anything's wrong with that. Yeah. So. No, I think I think we all we if we're all honest, I think we all struggle with it's that. It's
3: great to share it, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this is the
0: thing: we're in church, right? So we're supposed to say we're supposed to say that God is loving, God is, and we're supposed to proclaim it. But we don't always believe it, right? And that's where I was saying before: I do believe and I do respect where the twelve steps and where the the, the twelve step fellowship. Um, allows us to just come to God in our understanding of God. Yeah. Right? Um, whatever that is that we understand in that moment. And if you really look at it, it's talking about how we understood Him. It's talking about like in the past, right? Yeah.
2: Um, we come to God like
0: many of us have God figured out when we came to that place, that place of surrender. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally, I, yeah, I totally believe that we should embrace that mystery. Who got it? Yeah. Um, I'm looking
1: at myself and I'm hanging on to this and I'm, you know, okay, I'm over the fire, the refiner's fire, fire, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that if I go there, everything good is going to come out, everything bad is going to go. Too bad. I'm not, you know, it's like I can't, I, I can't do it. And that's what it feels like. That paralyzed. Okay. That I can't do it at times. Not always. Like today is great. And yeah. it, and it's how I start every day. You know, it does have to do with how it, I start every day. I'm mean, you know in between seven today. day, five is everything. Um problems are nothing, you know, they, they don't matter. They're just they're just they don't matter. But I don't always start away. <laughs> okay. No, but um yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm glad to hear that I'm So by myself.
0: Yeah, I think it's very special what you're saying right now. I honestly believe that, like, um, the church should be much more like uh, post up fellowship in the in the way that we can come and just lay it out. I'm struggling right now. I don't understand this thing. Like, I'm I'm really struggling and and be able to say, you know. I got
1: issues, and you know, yeah. a sponsor, and make you them. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, me, mm-hmm. no sponsor, you know, I, am just, I, I'm, I'm, okay, I've got to get a sponsor, but a new one because I, I did, I do that all the time. I get so many sponsors, um, whatever reason because I didn't do what I.
2: But yeah, so um
0: all
1: right.
0: Well, all right. <laughs> that's all. yeah, yeah, thanks. Um where was I? Um I think
2: maybe List. Sorry. Um. Recognize and believe that a power greater than our
0: ourselves to restore the the heir of God that is trustworthy worthy and merciful. yeah so so place of story right that's 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 really we're talking about there um and then um so look at Dave, uh david uh in uh, the psalm uh that we
2: talked about earlier um Where he says,
0: the "New world, uh, the the search of uh, searching the fearless world and tory, right um, wow. ourselves." Right? To uh, have God remove these defects of character, Uh, humbly asking Him to remove uh, shortcomings, Um, and we can handle our business, and uh, we can make amends. We can walk in forgiveness, Um, and continue, and continue down that path um, of walking in forgiveness. and promptly admitted it when we fail. Um, and like you know, step eleven, we can um, we can seek through prayer, and meditation to improve our conscious uh, contact with God as we understand Him. Pray for knowledge uh, of His will for us and the power to carry it out. And we can carry this message to others. Um, and practice these principles uh, in all our affairs. So we can learn to walk in these things, the way of the rabbi, right? Like we were saying before, the yoke, uh, the teachings, we can learn what it means to uh, take that yoke upon us and walk in in his way. Um, So right now, um, I just want to, uh, right? Um, For surrender, you know? So whatever that is that um, that you may struggle with, whatever that thing is that you feel powerless, powerless over, or um you feel you know unmanageable, you know, that is unmanageable. Um, you know, maybe it's a circumstance or situation, maybe um, maybe it's a vice of some sort that you're you know in your in a place where you're like, hey, I want to surrender that. I want to do that.
2: Um, so God,
0: we surrender our struggles and our frustrations and discouragement and our shame
2: and our guilt in these
0: situations that we find ourselves in where we know we don't have the answer, we don't necessarily know where to look for the answer. And we pray for your uh, power, we pray for your strength, we pray for uh, your embrace,
2: we pray for a revelation of your kindness and goodness. We pray that you'll guide us and uh,
0: show us where we need to be and where we need to go. And give us that uh, courage and a heart to uh, reach out and love those around us, um, to help to lift their burden, and, um, and we, pray, we pray for strength together. As, as a uh, united body of Christ, we pray for that strength together that we are able to um, accomplish what you have for us. Lisa, you you want to pray um, for us using the psalm? Yeah. Which one?
1: Psalm
0: the one you prayed, the one you shared with me last night. Oh. Are you done talking? Psalm one forty-three eight
3: says, "Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you." Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life.
1: So that's our prayer for today. Is there another one you want me to read? The one that you
3: always pray. The one I always pray. He says, Uh, I have to remember this psalm a lot because... Because my heart is faint a lot, I guess. <laughs> it's Psalm 61, one. If you're going to memorize something in the Bible, this is a really good one to memorize. It says, hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. And right now I want to declare that over each and every one of you. That... When you feel like you're at the end of the earth and when your heart is faint, I want you to know that God will lead you to the rock that's higher than you. You don't have to have it all figured out because God does. Okay. And that God is your tower and your refuge and you have a safe place to hide in God against whatever enemy you're facing today. So be encouraged guys.